PKN283, favorite 60 minutes of UFC talk. Uh, Let's just kick right into UFC, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll close with UFC. I think we should rebrand <laughs> it as, as UFC, and then the number uh, afterwards. <laughs> the PKN nonsense. Can UFC yeah. 215. Right? <laughs> I Woody, what off. would you like to talk about that you have no interest in? Uh, Taylor's vacation is what I want All to right, talk about. Yeah, oh, looks like you guys more sun than I do. <laughs> you, you, you spent some good some time outside, but yeah, it was it was bit. fun. I got a like the week before we left, my girlfriend got like a head cold kind of thing, like you know, sore throat, stuffy, sneezing, cough, and that kind of shit. And I was like, I swear, I know I'm going to get this on the cruise now, like because you're giving it to me now and it's going to gestate my body for like five, six days and then we're going to leave and I'm going to get on there and I'm going to get it. And I did get it. Demonstrate the power bad. of negative thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be positive. Yeah, I, but I, I was like, I'm not letting this slow me down. It, it's not that bad. It's fine. On the ship itself, zero nausea. Not not even a little bit. Didn't Good bother me at all. Slept fine. A-okay. It was just I was sneezing and coughing. But I was drinking DayQuil like it was going out of style. And so I was, I was fine for all the activities and snorkeling and shit. And uh, so, yeah, we went to uh, Mexico in Cozumel, and then we went to uh, one of the Cayman Islands. I don't remember which one. And uh, that was pretty neat. Um, I liked, I both liked and didn't like walking around the real Mexico outside of like the Cozumel resort. Okay. Because, first of all, if you ever want to feel like the tallest man, go to mexico you yep. just you feel huge you're just like man i'm like i'm like mac and it's always sunny i'm barreling towards people <laughs> on the sidewalk my, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> my high school girlfriend uh it's relevant to the story really beautiful girl with big boobs and she had blonde hair so she went to mexico and uh she's trying to tell me this story and i'm not having it but basically if you're a beautiful big boob blonde in Mexico, you're the shit. People were like just happy to touch her shoulder, to, to, to touch her hair. She was this novelty like a fairy or something and, and uh, couldn't get enough of that attention, which made yes. me feel bad. Carry on. Well, yeah. nobody wanted to touch me, which, was, <laughs> which is what you want in Mexico. Eh, speak for yourself. There was there was one guy who was like trying to sell me a map while I was waiting for my girlfriend to like look around in some like chintzy little shit store, but he kept like like walking erratically and like and number one I didn't see any maps in his hand, which is <laughs> so, ain't want a map. You, you don't my, seem to have any, sir. And it's like I can get you one. I was like, yeah, I don't like how you're walking in like a weird crescent around me, making me like turn towards you because I'm holding like a beach bag with our shit in it. And so I just ended up going into the pharmacy and waiting there. It was really cool how you can just buy anything in a Mexican pharmacy. I've never mm -hmm. gone to a real one. It's like, do you like it's straight up said there. It's like, uh, you know, oxycontino. It's like and it's like you can just Ooh. buy that shit if you want. Or you can, not... uh, they're selling the most powerful dick pills on the market right mm, there. Still not steroids. Talk to me about steroids. They, I literally saw that. I saw that they had a uh, they had TRT there. I don't remember the brand, but I looked up and I was joking my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, how about I get myself on a little TRT? See where see where it takes me. Just kind of experiment with my life. And she was like, no, you're not taking Mexican testosterone. And so yeah, not the Mex. You don't want that. You'll just start shrinking. 
Yeah, <laughs> you look like all the Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get darker and, and shorter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that was fun. I, I always loved the beach. I read through uh, the Institute by Stephen King uh, throughout that trip. I haven't seen. Was, I haven't read that one. Yeah, it, apparently there was a series about it, but uh, it was it got very bad reviews, so I haven't watched it. But oh, the book is itself is very good. It, that's not the one where they find the prisoner locked in that um, locked away in that like secret part of the prison, is it? No, this is the one where okay. like uh, th this won't give anything away, but like uh, they there's a secret base in Maine because it's all of his shit is in Maine. Yeah. And it's basically like a, you know, covert of the covert of the covert military operation where they have all these feelers out. And if they find a kid that demonstrates even a little tiny bit of telekinesis or telepathy, they'll kind of like steal them away in the night and then put them in this institute where they do a bunch of experiments on them and the kids are you know trying to figure out what their purpose is there and they know that like after a couple weeks there they get sent to the back half of the building and then you're never heard from again and they're like told oh that's that's where we erase your memory and send you back to your families and all most of the kids and the kids are like nine to 13 and so mm -hmm. like you get like stephen king is like He's so good. What happens so to them? He's so good at sucking you in. I, I'm not going to tell you what happens. Oh, I got to rotten book. bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so. It's so detailed. I really. So I, I had a ton of fun sitting there. Like as with every vacation, I feel like this is how it is. Like women just love to fill it up, fill up an agenda with you know action items. We're going to do this at nine fifteen. We're going to do this at ten. We're going to do this at one thirty. And like most of my days, I just want to be like, I want to wake up when I want to. I'll do like one or two little things. I'll, I'll go swim in the ocean and whatnot. And then I just want to sit on the beach and just fucking read and just like lose myself. Just enjoy the sea breeze and the smell and all of it. I, I really enjoy that. Was it too sudden? burnt on these Mexican that... Oxycontin. Yeah, I, get, I just want to pop some Mexican Oxy and lose myself in you this You don't find the village. sun is too bright to read in? Is that just me? No, I, I sit in the... Uh, well, first of all, I reapply SPF 50 like every 75 minutes because <laughs> it'll ruin my time if i if i get you know that's why i don't look i'm a little darker you can't tell because my you know my monitor's lit up right now um but no i'll move in the shade i'll just sit in the shade for a while on the ship itself mm. i was just sitting in the shade reading for quite a while what was there to do on the ship because i've never been on a cruise i just know what i i've learned from uh, titanic and uh and other films uh is, is there <laughs> is there like that shuffleboard thing where you yeah, you go out there with the old people and, and push that puck around. Is there, there a pool was, on there? Yeah, there was a big old pool. That's pretty universal, I think, for mm -hmm. uh, for cruise ships, having a big old pool and like a slide or something like that. They did have a couple shuffleboard things. I never played that. I did at one point as I was walking by to get a beer. There was no one playing except there was a, a mentally handicapped gentleman playing by himself, and he was firing these things <laughs> way like, 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 like shooting. <laughs> but it's like, it's like it's this long and like it's 50 yards after that <laughs> yeah there's just like there's people's chairs and it's like so he's just firing them and it's shooting way past the court like knocking over people's drinks and that was something i was surprised by it's like there were some areas of the ship where it's like, God damn, I could just throw myself or someone else right off of this boat and yeah. I'd, I'd get caught because there's cameras everywhere. But it's like you, you like expect it to be did. more secure. There's a waist high guardrail. It's not yeah. like uh, uh, hockey boards or something that, that keep you in the boat. You could just jump. They have if security cameras? Leap off. I assumed so. I didn't see many. I saw them in the casino. Um, yeah. I, I did a... 
I didn't play any games in the casino other than blackjack. I did that twice and that was pretty fun. And it was especially fun because, uh, like the, all, all, I didn't know, but apparently every single, they don't pick a single employee from the United States for cruise ships. Mm -hmm. They put like, which I kind of liked, it was neat. It would be like, uh, uh, shout out Juan Pablo from Colombia. Thanks for teaching me how to play blackjack. And he was very nice because they're like, they know they're not in like a high roller thing. They know that you're just like kind of sunburnt and you want to get in and you're like, I, I played the absolute minimum of $6 every single hand. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And so like, I would be, be like, hit me. And he's like, see, the reason that's not a good idea is because <laughs> you see my card. I flip right here. I have a six. Six is the worst card for me because I am very likely to have to, I have to hit on the 17. So if I get an ace, even at my best card, you might have to hit again. I'm going to bust. And I, and then. I'd be like, yeah, I, you know what? I changed my mind one, Pablo. I'm going to stay. <laughs> and he's like, and so he was really helpful with that. Did you tip Very him? Smart, senor. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Did you tip him? You are astute. Yeah. Yeah, I gave him a $5 chip See, at the end of it. Because that's the big thing for me. You gave him less than a minimum bet. <laughs> well, I mean, it's $5. Did you consider that? I, was, I wasn't going to haze him about it. I was but only I getting like, thing. I was only like taking out like Christ. 50 bucks and I was losing most of it. <laughs> no, I lost, lost all of it. I lost $100. The, I, I, that, that's I like you're playing slot machines and you tip the waitress two dimes. <laughs> 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 that's true because it's not even a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you, that's... sir. That $5 <laughs> would be a fortune to my family. Three open quarters no. into this slot machine. <laughs> Gives 20 cents. All right. I, I only gave it five because I had a five and a one and a five and i used my last five and a one and i didn't want to buy any more so i just gave him that so, anyway i, I, I really like juan pablo's this. idea here because he's like look this casino is going to pay me the same amount regardless of how well taylor does but the better taylor does the better i get tipped i work for taylor right now i like mm. that idea that's good well, he was very he was very friendly uh the drink tip thing turns out you don't need to tip on the drinks and it wasn't until like my like fourth drink that uh, that I bought there that I, and I was tipping 20% as I usually do on everything. And I was still wondering like, God damn, I know this is a cruise, but this is a lot of money for a Bud Light. And then I checked 18% gratuity included on every single drink that you buy Christ. on the cruise. And, and so, you're tipping on the tip too. I was so, tipping on the tip for those yeah. first four drinks. So it was like, huh, you know, I guess I'm just not going to get be getting very drunk on $16 Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're literally tipping like 45%. It was. I quit doing that after the first like half a day. I felt like an idiot. But uh, yeah, they had a bunch of like shows and shit. I didn't go to a ton of those. There's one musical uh, singing like uh, rock and roll thing that was pretty neat that I liked. Uh, my girlfriend liked that a lot. Uh, I really just liked bumming around the boat. They do. Uh, they do all these comp. Like they, they'll like have people make an ass of themselves like in like on a big stage in the middle of the pool area, and they'll be mm -hmm. like one. Uh, they were like some you know guy from the Philippines, you know, they were going to do the, uh, the hairy chest competition. If you think you're going to win the hairy chest competition, get up here. And like people I was there with were like, Taylor, go, you got to do it. And I'm like, no, it's not going to be a hairy chest competition. They're going to invite some guys up with hairy chests. And it's not like they're going to line us up and take a comb. They're going to make us do a bunch of goofy, embarrassing shit up there. That's and I was like, I'm not doing it. And it, was, <laughs> and it was that's exactly exactly what it was. You is them having to dance the, around the holders of a hairy chest competition. Yeah, yeah. But the, the uh, I, I the the winner of it got a medal and a bottle of champagne. So pretty. Would you pretty have cool wanted that? Guy. No, 
Okay. Not I, for what I, he I had can't to go tell. Through. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, for what he had for me, I'd give these things back. I'm like, so this is just future clutter, and this is a really bad tasting yeah. drink. One, they're like, all right, I want the, all of the contestants go out, the remaining contestants go out into the uh, crowd here, because there's like a bunch of fucking people around, like laying out and everything. They go out into the crowd and find a woman who looks like your uh, mama, your grandma. Bring her up here. Come on, go get someone. And then they like go and grab him and they put him in a chair, and he's like, all right. Now you're gonna do your best dirty dancing right on that lady. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny, but it was like, oh, I'm, like, I'm so glad. I hope I, I some of them that. grab their actual mom. Well, one, the guy amazing. who the guy who won was so old and deaf that he must have thought there's this old guy with the full gray. And he must have thought the guy was like, go grab your wife. <laughs> because, he, <laughs> because he just walked out, grabbed his wife, brought her up there, and then just was like kissing her. But everybody who wasn't close enough to the stage to see thought he was, you know, just pimp, straight pimping. But no, he, oh, just, okay. he just fundamentally misunderstood the rules. Yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> that challenge. Yeah. But none of it mattered. I'm trying to think of other shit. Uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of random little activities they had. I, I liked it a lot. I was going to do the slide, but I watched some other kids go down the slide. Other kids. I watched some kids go down the slide, and they were not going very fast, so I decided against it. You know, I, I have this fear of slides. Uh, so, so there's there's an injury that I dislike very much, and it makes it makes me like cringe and horror. And it's the sliding against something, and it basically sanding your skin off. Injury. Yeah. And that dry fiberglass, if you've forgotten that, that, that business is <laughs> like, awful. Like, like Frank, like, when he gets your porch with one bottle of water down there. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. <laughs> that, I, that really fucks, I fucks me up. Like that rope burn, um, ro road rash. And, and I've had, I've had all the above and it, I, I now avoid any scenario that, that does that. And I can watch those like uh, fail compilations on YouTube. I really like them. But whenever somebody like, eat shit on a, on a skateboard going 30 mm. miles per hour and just palms it out. I'm just like, <sighs> like I, I can, Ooh, I, like, I can palms feel like, oh yeah. Like, 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 cause I've done that before and it was just, it took so long to heal. It's, mm -hmm. it's, I used to, you know, my dad lives on that really tall hill with an asphalt driveway and I used to fucking book it down that thing on my bike. Cause it's really cool. You'd hit the bottom at like 30, 40, maybe, I don't know, full blast down the hill. I'm standing pumping while heading downhill and it was just fun to hit the bottom and zoop. Go 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 back up and like see how much inertia you had that I could make it all the way to the road, and I ate shit at the bottom of that thing one time and I never did it again. I, I really Jeez. dislike road rash. Uh, and when I see people riding motorcycles, I've seen those too. Those motorcycle crash compilations when they're not wearing full leathers mm. and Kevlar back pad thingy and retards. You're insane, dude. Like first of all, I think it's cool to wear the leathers. I think that's it's it's. It's as close to a superhero outfit as a as a grown man can get without cosplaying. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it looks cool. It's functional. It and you've got a very good reason for wearing it. And it's it's like the like seatbelts are kind of lame. I think we can all admit. If if our life weren't in in our hands when we're driving a vehicle, we'd be like, unbuckle that pussy strap. Let's go. Hmm. But <laughs> I don't feel that's what that I way. call it. A Pussy strap. <laughs> no, I I like safety harnesses and shit. Like I feel like they're like these are the tools of the trade of people who do cool shit. You know, like if you got cobra buckles in your life, then you're probably doing something neat. It could be mountain climbing, it could be free flying, or I don't know, whatever it is, but like I associate them with neat shit, not like pussy straps. Yeah, yeah. I, the I, only I, one I think of is like almost and I'm wrong, of course, but like a plane across the lap seatbelt. I'm like, if this goes down, 
what's this gonna do? Keep me yeah. calm as we burn to death? Like, this is this is gonna this isn't gonna do much. It's gonna chop me in half. If you've ever been a legit like five point harness though, it's like roller coaster style. Oh, you feel so secure. It's like a hug. no, that's that's the big pull down boy. I'm talking about like in a race car. Mm. You're like crash this motherfucker. Do it, bro. I don't care. Like like you can gonna... feel like like you can feel you feel so secure. I was in that um that like super truck with that BJ. I think his name's BJ Baldwin or something like that. He's like a professional like truck driver. He does that Baja shit. And we were in the monster energy truck and you fucking buckle up in that thing and put a race helmet on. And it's like, he's like, you want to have some fun? I'm like, hell yeah. You're not scared, are you? I went, dude, you could flip this thing 30 fucking times and, and I won't fucking make a peep. I feel so goddamn safe inside this <laughs> titanium roll cage with this five point rolling. harness and this helmet. That's like there's straps to keep the helmet for in place. Like you can't do this. Mm -hmm. Your head has like this much movement and nothing beyond it because your head is secured i'm it's i'm on the so other sick. side of that like so i used to do this rock crawling stuff and uh compared to what you did it's way slower like but way more dangerous 12 miles an hour on the other hand i have crashed i don't even know how many times i've crashed like Mm -hmm. 80, you know like <laughs> yeah, i don't know it's almost a given yeah how many times i rolled it upside down not sure you know a bunch and uh it wasn't pleasant those straps they should have a little bit of bungee in them or something you know like a, a little bit of stretch a little give because little give, yeah. yeah you know like if if i were to tell you like taylor okay 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 here's the plan i'm gonna put you on top of a 12 foot ladder and then tip it over and these straps will catch you you're like no that's that's awful and painful and i get bruised yes. and, like, you know and, and let's hope i don't do anything dumb with my hands on the way down like race my fall that's that's my association with those things like they're good but i don't want to hear yeah. anything so uh, so yeah i enjoyed oh, the, i have a question cruise. taylor oh sure go for the it. ship so i've been on a bunch of cruises and uh the pressure to eat is there it's like like taylor what do you want for dessert they didn't ask you if you want dessert they asked you of which of these desserts would you like maybe brought out a sample of all of them so you could like visually pick it off of mm -hmm. the platter and if you're like, no, 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 I'm watching my weight, they'll be like, Wait, what, what? You're on a cruise. Don't you understand? This is the place where dessert happens after every meal. How was the food? How was the, how are you? How was the food? How did that whole thing? Because that's a big part of the cruise to me. Oh, yeah. The, 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 really, it's just a way to feel like you're doing more than you really are, but it's just about consuming. It's about eating and drinking and soaking in the sun. And I ate a ton. Uh, I had a lot of really good food. I had a filet mignon the last mm -hmm. night, and that was very, it was actually a really, really fucking good one. I was kind of like, you know, yeah, I want to ship. We'll see how good it is. Very, very good. Um, I had some, uh, well, you can't really fuck up the what, huevos rancheros or whatever for it's breakfast. It's hard to fuck those, up eggs. Yeah, yeah, those are very oh, okay, good. Okay. I like those. Uh, at one of the like restaurants we went to, I just wanted some fucking hot sauce and I saw it at a little condiment stand at like it was it wasn't a cafeteria style, it was like a sit-down style place. And I was just like, I'm just gonna walk over there and get it. Cause it was in a station that looks like you just walk up and grab it, you know? And I did, and it must like trigger a laser or something if anyone tries to stand up and do something on their own, because before you know it, like five guys from the Philippines are like, start, 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 we, we bring to you, we bring to you. You back, 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 back. And, like, <laughs> and then like the guy has to like he like came and gave me like a roundabout scolding where he's like, Next time you want to stand up, help yourself, sir, to over there. Don't do that. You tell me, I take care of all of it for you. Like it's, it's did you get the, you did you there? feel like you were being restricted or served? 
he was he was trying to make it nice like okay. sir if i just i walked into an area that i wasn't supposed to i guess i don't know uh it's not like i'm gonna get in trouble i paid to be here so Dude. they're gonna lock, lock me in the brig but yeah I, I ate a ton of food um the 24 7 room service brick oven pizza delivery did not help for like late nights where it's like man it's been a full day of eating and drinking let's get a quick pre-bed pizza and then, <laughs> and then wake up and then wake up in time for breakfast and then i'm gonna get some eggs and bacon and sausage yeah. and then like it was, we went, <laughs> it was the the tearing of the meals was hilarious we went to brunch once at like a real sit-down place and i had those uh those eggs and uh the tortilla and egg and salsa and all that shit it was really really fucking good and it's like it's it's 11 52 or something and he's like and everyone, before you go, remember chocolate parade at twelve fifteen. Stick around. What in the world is chocolate parade? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that was that was. The wait, 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 well, hang on now. What was the chocolate parade? They parade a bunch of chocolates in front of you. <laughs> it's what we call an anal gangbang. <laughs> no, it was oh, on you, senor. Dude, I I know these. My things. girlfriend tried to to bullshit me on the chocolate. A parade or whatever chocolate party whatever it was called and she was like oh we could you know I, i'm pretty full i just kind of want to stay and watch and i'm like you want to stay and watch the chocolate parade <laughs> no no one wants to watch the Everyone chocolate parade. Watch. <laughs> oh it's fun dude the the service on cruise ships is out yeah, of this great. world so my 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 father was a frequent disney cruise guy right i don't know how many cruises on but i know that a couple years ago they celebrated his hundredth right with this big thing cool. so a lot right um he had like favorite meals and stuff they served <laughs> i feel like he went on the first one with walt my dad spends I, I i just pull a number out of my hat about like a third of his time on vacation right now like, like are we talking four maybe cruises when, when he's here? not in israel he you better believe he's on the disney israel china and disney cruises are his favorite haunts most of the time but anyway uh um so he would be like you know like what do you want for dessert? He'd be like, ah, oh, I had it before. Coconut ice cream's my favorite. And uh, at first, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, that the coconut ice cream is actually like two stories down on the other side of the ship. And, uh, and he's like, oh, okay, no problem, no problem. But as my father became a regular, it's like fucking habanero. Riba, riba! You put on your running shoes, get to the other side of the goddamn ship, get this man his favorite ice cream. And uh, he could. Ref <laughs> my father had a favorite head server, so they would just link those two up. You know? Ah, Senor Woodward. Yeah, yeah. He right was. Way. He was a good tipper. They so. do that Goodfellas yeah. thing where, like, they 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 don't take him to his table. They bring a table out of the back <laughs> and sit it down. Right, right. That's <laughs> so cool. So uh, and and they like when when the head server would get promoted. Right, maybe he's running the whole dining hall or something. That he would like bequeath my father to uh, an appropriate head server for him so that he would get that same level of service that he was accustomed to. And and that stuff was really neat. I was not that level of customer, but I was associated with my dad. And I, one time we liked cookies, right? We were like, these cookies, are, like they're good. And Colin has a restrictive diet, but he ate the cookies and it, it is what it is. So they're like, wait, you like these? We'll have a platter sent to your room. I'm thinking, eight cookies right yes. like on a plate this platter was like i couldn't hug it you know it's yeah. too big for that there must have been like 
How many know. cookies does the normal American eat? You know what? Just send 200. You <laughs> yeah, send dude, you're not far off. I was going to guess 150 to 200 cookies on a giant <laughs> silver platter. Our whole coffee table of cookies was sent to us. And, and uh, like, no charge. Like, they just, they load you up with food. It's outrageous. And, and it's, uh, it makes you feel special. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had a good time. We, we watched... Uh, there was some show with like a newlywed game kind of thing where you like they pull drunk people out of the crowd with their their oh. partners and do that and that was pretty funny but uh yeah the the whole time like i i drink it so much dayquil i was just kind of like occasionally sneezing or coughing with a little bit mexican of mexican like, dayquil no, well and i wasn't drinking it i was taking pills we brought some so thankfully Man, you fucked up you had access yeah. to a mexican pharmacy and you're using american cold drugs I, I mean, you could have went like, Guile. I didn't look at it through that lens, but you, I'd be like, oh, I've got, I've got the sniffles. I'm going to need some oxycontin, some steroids. What do you think they <laughs> prescribe? Like, like the, like, like, like if the this president is gets the a cold. El Coldogano. <laughs> like if what the if, president got a cold, they're not giving him Dayquil. They're 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 giving him some real shit, right? They're giving him like a Z pack or something. European Sudafed was the big. You could have. Oh, that European Sudafed has codeine in it. That's some good shit. I was. That's where I was going. Oh, Cody. I saw the head Sudafed there. I, I forgot. Okay, well maybe I, okay, maybe I dropped the ball on that, but the it was working okay. Oh, the, the I got some friends okay. in Texas that want that Sudafed. <laughs> Don't you so, want to help uh, out the family? <laughs> the family. Do you want to buy a map? Yes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know one. Yes, <laughs> you should have mentioned Snow's name down there. Everything would have been on the house. I'd still be there. Blocked. You'd still be there. <laughs> freezer. Like, uh, you know El Kylo? Yeah. <laughs> so, no. no, I was lying. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know if it was you or Kyle who said this was a work cruise. Was this some work-related <laughs> cruise? No, no, that was just, I, I, I just assume bought someone that started line a joke. And sinker? I don't know. You said it was a work trip. A work trip? Yeah. If I texted that it was a work cruise, I clearly did so as a joke. I went with my girlfriend. All right, historians. I, <laughs> I, I could have sworn he said on the show that it was a work trip. But the only reason I was making a joke is I, I was like, <laughs> sure, it's a work trip. A work cruise? Uh-huh. Like, like I was having a hard time believing it was a work trip. No, but apparently, it, it absolutely was a vacation. Okay. Yeah, it was just a vacation. I could have sworn you claimed it was a work trip. No, there would be no worse place to get work done than the Wi-Fi of a cruise ship. I thought... I mean... I they, thought it was like a like a what do they call those? Oh, things? like a team like building a work, event, like a team thing. building workshop no, type thing. No, no, just no, just a personal vacation. My girlfriend and I. So that no, was, well, all right, well, yeah, yeah cool. All right, yeah. I, I, for this whole time, I was thinking that like you got three hours of fun a day, and then you were like in some like rented like board like a uh, conference room like with fold-up tables listening to Stephen like maybe Covey's maybe using no, exam- dude i was getting drunk eating like all right pizza. we're consulting with carnival they want to know how that's to, how, how we to do work trips present the their product line to their their passengers and they thought it'd be great if we were on board i thought it was something you know i tell you what you should tell them that the 18 percent is already on there <laughs> Because <laughs> I gave you fucking just... more than <laughs> the print's so small. I don't have my glasses. I'm it's sleeping. so small. The sun's out. I'm already drunk. <laughs> it's it's four p.m. I'm already drunk. Uh, <laughs> no, it was yeah. So, yeah been, it, it was I've just been a around the whole time about your shirt. A, a work cruise. Who's ever even heard of such a thing? Apparently, only me. Yes. <laughs> I thought like, when you Which like when I saw like the work cruise joke, I thought it was. Uh, I thought I thought I must have made a joke about it being a work cruise. Which no, cruise line did you go with? Do you remember the with, name of uh, it? 
carnival carnival okay yeah. i don't know them it, I, I don't i don't i can't tell the difference i know there's like royal caribbean that's another one they're all just kind of big boats with lots of people. my father would be able to stack rank them i know he's tried them all but yeah. I, i'm sure I'm he would guy. be able to yeah yeah the uh the thing i didn't know is like my girlfriend the first day she was having some trouble and took a drama mean for the motion sickness shit. i was feeling like a king being like man roller coasters cruises you can't make me sick i don't it doesn't bother me at all i'm the motion sickness king and then cruise ends we're going through customs as i'm walking through the airport i start feeling like the floor is coming to meet my feet oh, more yeah. than me walking and i feel like i'm swaying and i'm like this is odd huh maybe this is just like part of getting off a cruise for a little while sitting on that plane i feel like the wings are like going like that and i'm like i'm gonna it's not, if, if it's a get better i'm gonna have to pull a woody and make use of this little bag oh, and we haven't even taken off yet thankfully horrible. i didn't have to do that but the following day was horrible i was literally carrying laundry down my my bedroom hallway to get it done and i like stumbled into the side of the wall like a drunk person like and i was like, I was like like really woozy yeah, you've swaying, got sea legs. felt fucking terrible i felt i felt nauseous when did you add that owl that's been there the entire time are you kidding no <laughs> did you know about the owl woody oh no no i when you saw it i thought that is a cool owl it's yeah, new right i'm ordering you an owl right now there's a green man an owl yeah you can order me how an long owl. has the owl been there this has been here since before i moved into this house yeah the owl came yeah, with the, the house somehow they knew no no I've, i had the owl. my mom bought it for me as a joke oh. like two years ago because she's like you know how everybody in your podcast says you look like an owl well, i thought this owl was funny and i was like oh yeah hooray and but they really it's been here the entire time the entire oh. time it's just yeah. i used to have this angle and so i was in front of it so that's probably why okay okay <clears throat> yeah um, i'm feeling better today oh. with all that but that was did you get a massage day. or anything I did not. No, dude. I so I've told the story a dozen times where it was like couples massage. They go in, they massage you, they leave you alone for like 30, 40 minutes, and they come back and massage you again. Clearly, you just fucked. At yeah. the time, this was like foreign to me, and it's like are they, everyone's gonna know that we have sex, right? If we're married, yeah. right? We're yeah, married just... twenty years, twenty five, so almost twenty four. Anyway, uh... Matt, we have children. <laughs> 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 they were the giveaway. <laughs> but the me of right now, right, would be totally different. Like, how long are you guys going to be here? Leave some this, extra towels. Is this oil messy. double as lube? Like, can, can, is this okay for the inside? Do you deliver the pizza here? That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah the couple's massage experience, it's actually one of my cruise highlights, actually. It was one of my, it, I would cool. do it now uh, all over again. I didn't know what I was getting into the first time. Like, I, maybe I had, had any prostitutes. I did not see any prostitutes that I know of. Hmm. I also wasn't asking around. I feel like if I was a prostitute, that'd be the place to fuck. Like, like obviously, like mm. like swanky hotel uh, bars is a good place to be. But if you go on a cruise, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of guys there who have money to spend, obviously, and and maybe something happens. They're looking for a little company. Yeah. You think there were many single people on the cruise? uh i would imagine so there are a bunch of groups of younger people or i guess like, like you know only a couple of years younger than me or like college kids quite a few of them like on break still and stuff mm. so yeah i would imagine some some single folks okay a lot of kids too though 
Mm. But yeah, it was a good time. And it's really not that expensive for a vacation. Like, it's pretty fucking cheap. Did you share? Yeah. You don't want to. Uh, all in all, is probably a couple grand. Yeah, not okay. And it was for like five or six days, so not too, not bad at all. Is that for one or two? That was for, oh, I guess like both of us all in was probably like four. Okay, okay, so yeah, yeah. not not but, bad. Yeah, not, I mean, she nothing, paid her but half. you know, yeah, for a vacation, yep. it's not the most expensive either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a good time. <laughs> so, well, what's been new in the week I was gone, guys? We had a lot of fun with Tucker. Uh, Tucker's Tucker's car had been vandalized in a lot of hilarious ways. Not That's hilarious. Oh, no, that sucks. Outside looking in, like like what was that thing they wrote the on the back of his car? Something about come. I eat come come come. I eat come something, something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Like cum, what I just cum, said cum, is probably cum. less ridiculous than what was actually written yeah. on there. And the like, the people that removed it were just delighted that he drove it, stopped like, at every. You red drove light. here with I eat come on the back of your car. <laughs> He's like, what choice did I have? <laughs> yeah, what I guess you scribble can... over it with more sharpie and hope they get that out too. Like, oh, was it in know? sharpie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what at an least they didn't carve it in. Apparently, um. Sharpie's not so bad. They were able to fix. They fixed it free, I think. Yeah, paint thinner, which, in my experience, can be quite bad for your clear coat. I didn't want to say anything. Right? Maybe they're. I'm gonna say maybe they're experts at it, but I think Kyle has some expertise in this too. So I don't. I would much rather have a little damage to my clear coat than have it say, "I eat cum, cum, cum. I eat cum." Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Yeah. I I had a manager once. He had this really nice four door Lexus. I don't know Lexus like model models, but it was like an eighty ninety thousand dollar Lexus, and it had gotten a little scratched up. And he was uh, he was like, you know, I'm not gonna deal with that. I'm like, what are you gonna do? He had the entire car wet sanded and re clear coated. It was incredible. He was like, he got a it was like getting a brand new paint job in a day like all the way over the car for fairly cheap couple couple grand but yeah i could yeah. see getting my truck painted if i were to keep it a long time like my last truck was all dented and everything so there's no polishing that but mm-hmm. i've had friends who had their old cars repainted and it, you know it really freshened the whole thing up and and just made it look like a i don't know it's like a much nicer car than it was before yeah <clears throat> but i'm not there yeah, no, you got a brand new, brand new truck. It's really, oh, I've talked about it many times. It, it, it I feel uh, privileged to have that truck. Like it's really cool. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a cool truck. It's nice to me. I, I've got, I've still got my own that Tesla truck. I think I'm gonna do it. Are you really? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm like seventy five percent sure I'm. Gonna do it. <laughs> the, I need to see like I need to see one. I need to see one in person. Like like I don't want to just like buy it sight unseen I, I would do that with so many other things uh but I, but i really need to sit in this truck and see like how exactly how big it is because you can't tell that's like, smart yeah, yeah. it's just touching the dash i heard the dash is like a granite granite countertop now that's a prototype I get, I get fooled by those fucking weird angled pictures of girls so i'm definitely gonna get fooled <laughs> by a car on a, a fucking a, stage with spotlights but, and stuff. And, and, what an incredibly dangerous choice of dash <laughs> yeah i now granite? i thought you couldn't do that it's it not wouldn't granite be... <laughs> oh, okay okay all i could say is the people who did it like marquise brownlee and stuff described it like that so let's assume it's not granite or if it was that's just a prototype that then it'll be something softer and the you know when it goes production but uh that kind of stuff would man, i just want to touch it i want to see it like I, I'm, I'm with you on that the everyone has a different you know personal bullseye for what they're looking for but the Tesla self-driving stuff is super attractive to me. Having had a taste of it with like good cruise control, 
uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. Like I would love to have something steered. Yeah, I, I that that's not that big of a deal for me. Mm. I, I really like the electric nature of it, and I just like the aesthetic of the whole thing, and that it's just this ridiculous looking thing. Uh, Does it bother I, I you like that. at all that you would get attention? I, I was like just it. about to say when you filled the gas tank. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that. You yeah. know, when you go to the gas station with I should it. pull up to the gas pump, get out, look at all the other... Hey, losers! See ya! <laughs> You're just Love. driving by gas stations. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> just holding up your middle finger. But yeah, like, yeah. If, if people... Even if they have nice things to say, like, hey, that's a nice truck. How do you like it? I, you know, that thing captured my imagination when it, when it was announced. I would... Still, there's a little piece of me, I think. It's like, oh, I actually, the worst part is I have to talk to strangers now. No, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I wouldn't mind the attention. How much uh, are they? 40 grand. That's way less than I thought. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I feel like I'm compelled to add it. They start at 40 grand. Kyle's right. That's the state. Uh, but they go That's up about to... the self-driving. Yeah, the self-driving in particular, even though it's only software. It's interesting. Tesla has determined that it's easier to manufacture like with all that self-driving stuff built into it than to configure each truck differently for the buyers. So if Kyle three years later wants self-driving, it's a software upgrade. All the cameras oh. and stuff are in place. So I think that's, I find that really interesting. Yeah, Can you jailbreak like your Tesla truck? Yeah, but but they they always have like they're getting and receiving information back and forth. I'm sure they're giving they're like updating the software as time mm -hmm. goes on to probably you know perhaps make it more efficient or add features to your display or something. Then this guy's jailbreaking his car. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they would pay fucking lock you down. They, they, yeah, they beam like, uh, beam down the child porn into his vehicle. So the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a thing I know a little about because I, I follow it on YouTube and my Google News is catered to electric vehicle news. Anyway, people are jailbreaking it. And Tesla's not enforcing anything. They're letting it go. Like, they're, they're not very serious about that so far. A lot of times mm -hmm. people are jailbreaking it because they're taking, like, two cars that have been in accidents and making the new one. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in theory, you can't do that and things don't match. But Tesla has not locked down anyone if you know, knock yourself out. But it's a big investment and you want it to be future-proof. You don't want Tesla to change their mind and say, you know, now you can't. Yeah, I would want the. I would just get the one engine one that's forty thousand, and then I would probably. Uh, I don't know. I would see how I liked it, but I, I don't know if I would get the self-driving thing right away or not. I'm. I'm just not that crazy about it. Um, I'm more interested in like, you know, never buying gasoline again and the look of the thing. Um, but and, and we we, we kind of looked at like the zero to sixty times of, the, you can get them with one, two, or three motors, and I guess the three motor thing is just. A fucking rocket sled on rails. That's crazy. <laughs> the, the one motor oh, one is pretty equivalent to like a nice V8 yes. regular truck. Yeah. And I guess the, the two fucking motor one will outrun my Camaro probably. Like, like it's, it's <laughs> The silly. one thing to check is uh, does one motor also have four-wheel drive? Because I think you'd want that if you were to go to Colorado. Yeah, and I'm definitely going, yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'll do whatever it takes to get four wheel drive. If that requires, well, if that requires three, it three doesn't. engines, I know, yeah. then, then I'm, I don't want an $85,000 silly looking car. Like if I'm going to do that, then I'm going in a different direction. If I'm mm. spending $85,000 on a car and I, I don't want to spend $85,000 on a car anyway. Fuck that. 40,000 yeah. seems like a, a comfortable price point. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I paid for my car. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But, uh, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to touch on, the the combat sports that 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 uh that happened this weekend 
I did watch the GIF. Let's put of, it. Uh, oh, you, so you saw the whole fight then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I saw the whole. It was like how long? A couple seconds. Forty seconds. Yeah. But nobody was picking Cerrone over McGregor, or were they? Right, I'll go. I try not to. I'm all cautious, gun shy about UFC talk. But um, when the fight was announced, I was like, "This is bullshit." Connor's going to crush this guy. I listened to the hype. I listened to the promotion. They had me convinced. I think I might have even been picking Cowboy by the time the fight went live. They had so effectively brainwashed me into thinking <laughs> that, you know, like, all right, Connor's got better hands, but Cowboy's got the ground game. He's got the kicks. He's got far more avenues to win this fight than Connor does. Uh, you know, all Connor has is a left hand and apparently a right shoulder. And uh, left uh, shoulder, yeah. Was it a left shoulder? Okay, yeah, maybe, it was. I'm sure. Okay. And, and a head <laughs> kick. And a head kick, that. which he's very happy about. Um, and yeah, so going into the fight, they had turned me around from what I knew, you know, which was that Connor was uh, picking an easy win. That's what, that was my initial thing. They changed my mind, and it turned out I was, they made me wrong. So uh, now Connor won so effectively, it's interesting to what's next, right? If he were to get a title fight at 170 because of the Connor effect, that wouldn't be weird. A title fight at 155, tougher sell because Khabib is not a Connor fan, but Khabib's a hundred million fan, so maybe that you know would go over well. Uh, or he could fight my personal favorite, Masvidal. I'd like to see that fight. There's a lot of interesting things. Uh, his coach next- is calling out Gaethje, uh, yeah. which is interesting. There's Gaethje at 170. Connor's relevant again. Another, oh, oh, oh. And then on the other side, I would really like to see Cowboy Nate Diaz. Nah, Nate will fuck him up. Probably. You know, I also... Asvidal's fighting Usman next. That's the that's the fight that uh, that both of them are talking about and what Dana's saying is the next fight for them. And then obviously Tony is fighting uh, Khabib. And, so, uh, but... Just to push back on that, like, sometimes if they talk about Masvidal Usman, that can be a... Connor Masvidal negotiating tactic. Like it, it's not always as simple. Oh, Masvidal's ready to sign up. Like Masvidal and Usman are both there, like 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 begging for the Connor fight. Like like they're they're just both there in the crowd, hoping Connor's going to call one of them out because they want it so bad. Yeah, it's uh, it it was it was really fun for me, obviously, because I'm such a big Connor fan to just see him just dismantle Cowboy <laughs> and that you know the that. If if he, he threw Chael was talking about you know he threw twenty strikes nineteen landed, um, and uh, if he'd hit him with that first left it might have just been one strike, that that first left he threw it was like some sort of a cartoon punch it, it, it was it was awesome and then I loved that I loved that Cowboy did clinch with him, and then that was his undoing he broke his orbital and his nose with those shoulder strikes. I I, I knew about oh, the wow. nose the orbital was news to me yeah. and uh, Bisping. Said that Connor had a weak chin. I said it poorly. The Cowboy had a weak chin, and that uh, you know, like those shoulder strikes were not that effective. Shoulder strikes are merely an annoyance. And this is world champion Michael Bisping saying this, not me. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, people throw them, and I'm just like, would you stop? You know, they're just annoying. They don't do anything. Let's get let's get serious here. He's like, don't tell me Connor trained his shoulder strikes, and that his shoulder strikes are somehow different and more effective than any other shoulder strikes thrown throughout the history of the UFC. And Bisping's got me like. Yeah, I guess he's right, and he is Michael Bisping, so he knows. But but it has nothing to do with Connor's uh, with Cowboy's chin. His nose and eye broke, like the bones right. in his skull were broken. I know these must Jeez. be good shoulder strikes. If the guys... look like like if you watch or it again, like Connor's eyeballs. jumping yes. into them, like like he's not just throwing these; he's 
full body and torque and jump if anyone and throwing them touches i mean probably a lot of people are watching this on audio but on your shoulder right before your deltoid there's a really hard spot it's all bone i i don't know why shoulder strikes have never been effective really until connor threw them because there i saw two clips of people <clears throat> destroying with shoulder strikes of course like rmma like dug up to like yeah, like one of them one. He, the guy knocks the guy to the ground with a shoulder strike really uh, yeah yeah i didn't know the fighters you know i it's probably eight years old or something i like have that. a theory I have a theory that shoulder strikes aren't normally effective because like, if, let's say I'm, I'm fighting you and, and you're in a position to hit me with your shoulder. Mm -hmm. I probably have my hands all over you and it's very difficult to surprise me with a shoulder. You know, maybe I've got my hands behind your neck or something and, and I, you know, you, for a shot to be really hard, it has to be a bit of a surprise or maybe I need to be moving down at the same time you're moving up and maybe shoulder strikes don't normally work well because they're so when you're touching them, they're telegraphed. Also, it helps that Connor's like almost four inches shorter than Cowboy. You know, mm. Cowboy's like six one, and Connor's like five nine or something like that. So, like, he's able to really generate some some movement. Like the distance between his shoulder and Cowboy's face it, it is much is much farther, so he can generate some power. I, I um, it, did you hear Chael retell the story that Michael Bisping told yes. him yeah. about Masvidal? All right, well, I won't retell it again. I thought that was gangster <laughs> as fuck. I, in fast forward, for people wondering, Masvidal got into a fight in like a club or something with two dudes, and then he goes to, I think, the men's bathroom. Another dude walks in the bathroom, and Masvidal knocks him out too. And everyone is like, how did you know he was even related to the other two? He's probably in there to pee. And Masvidal's like, well, I couldn't take that chance. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, that makes you a bad guy. You know that, right? Like, you, I am the he'd like, he'd be like, yeah. I, I just <laughs> I, I I see myself. I when I hear that story, I'm not Masvidal. I'm not the first two even because I wouldn't mm -mm. pick a fight with. I'm You're the, the guy, guy number three. I'm the <laughs> guy number three in that story. Well, and, no, it's kind of a nice bathroom. Hello, sir. How are you? Pow! <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I that that would be the role that I because I'm not gonna. I'm not going to pick a fight with Masvidal. No one's expecting that. Like, yeah. like, like, like to get clobbered oh. in the bathroom as soon as you walk in. And, and he's a professional athlete. So for him to say, I couldn't take that oh. chance. That's like me in a, in a bathroom at a, at a middle school that ends in eighth grade saying, yep. I couldn't take that chance. Like it was either me or the kid. You don't know. No, you'd be fine. You'd be, you could let like the other guy throw back at least twice. Once. He was a big kid. He's a real big kid. You're, you're, you're Jorge <laughs> Masvidal. You're, you're one of the top Pick a number. Yeah, he was held back. Twenty-five <laughs> best fighters on planet Earth, right? Uh, chill, bro. Yeah, I think they're ranked Connor eleventh uh, uh, welterweight in the world now. Okay, seems fair. Yeah, I can't fuss. Uh, a little yeah. hard to get a title shot. I don't know who the that, tenth best is. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. know. Like, like, all right, sure, make it. Sure, do it. Yeah. Connor make has a bit of a one seventy <laughs> record, like. Like the, the criticism I give, John Jones has a lot of 185 pounders on his resume. Um, sure. Connor's fought three times at 170 and they're all 155 pounders. So I, yeah, I put it's a almost like he's trying to next to it. Yeah. Well, that's where they should be fighting though. That's the thing. Like, like most mm -hmm. of the ones set, like guys like Usman, he shouldn't be fighting at 170. He should be fighting at 185 or whatever. He should be a weight class up. He's like, the world champion. I, I know that's why because he's, he's so big <laughs> yeah but he's really good at it i know because he should be fighting at 185 he, they're all middle schoolers to that behemoth 
Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I wish they'd fix the weight cutting thing and guys like Connor's size were the 170 pounders. Like Khabib belongs at 172. Yeah, 170 also. He, yeah. yeah, and he's, he's missed huge. weight a couple of times, so that would further your argument. Yeah, I, um, I'm looking forward to him and Tony. Um, but yeah, that's probably enough USC talk. I, I, just, I, I really enjoyed it. Right. I cheered. I was clapping like, yeah, yeah. Ten seconds of more UFC talk. Roxanne Matafari, huge underdog. A uh, friend of mine because she's a friend of Joe's. She toured us around uh, Japan and stuff. I spent a few days Oh, with you her. met her? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And, the, uh, the one who wore the shirt. I'm sorry? The one who wore the shirt. Yes, yeah. And okay. um, uh, she was our tour guide in Japan. She speaks Japanese. And she's, I don't know if you know anyone who's just really into like Japanese culture and stuff. That's how she is. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she won her a fight. Shibu. One of the biggest underdogs in the history of the UFC. And I was very happy for her. So. She was spitting the other girl's blood out. She was like, her blood was running in my mouth. And I was having to spit it out. I was, Pew, <laughs> and I was like, that was so inter- in- yeah. endearing to me. That, she's... That's the length of the gif of her explaining that. And so I just watched like three times in a row. <laughs> she's, uh, she's super nice her nickname is the happy warrior she couldn't be sweeter and uh in their post-fight interview he was like yeah i knew her knee was hurt but you know just just in the octagon sometimes you have to be a little mean and i'm like yeah roxy you do so no she said the opposite of that she I said i don't think so she said if it were bruised I'd have kept attacking it, but but after I but but i thought that there was some ligament ligament damage and i didn't want to destroy her knee so i left it alone Okay. And, and like, like RMMA was like, like, come on, you're supposed to be a killer. And then people were defending her. Like, like everybody wants these fighters to be sociopaths. Here's someone who actually cares. Oh yeah, I guess I stand yeah, corrected. That, yeah, yeah, I, that's what happened. She was being cool about it. like, like she was like, if they were just bruised, yeah, I'd have kept attacking it. But I thought there was something seriously torn in there, and I didn't want to blow her knee out, so I left it alone. Huh. Huh. Yeah, um, she's getting a lot of praise for that. I went to the doctor today. My elbow, I am uh, cleared to like reintroduce pull-ups again so i'm very that, good that, nice it's weird how important that is to me I, i'm gonna i can't do what i was doing like live stream 60 pull-ups in a night or anything but i'm gonna use a little uh, resistance band which is like the yeah. assistance band for pull-ups and uh and get back into it so i'll bust out That's a couple awesome. tonight yeah it's a, it's a big deal to me so it's still sore and tender like i and he's like hey you know if the next day you feel like you paid for it you'll know that was too much but you can get going again. So. I uh, I sent off my DNA test a couple of weeks ago, and it's it takes a long time for them to do the thing. I just pulled it up to see where they were just now. They mm-hmm. are, I they are extracting my DNA, and then they'll begin genotyping, and Ooh. then they will uh, review it, and then there's computation, and then the results will be ready. So there, it's like one to two more weeks before mm. before I find out. This but is I like did... the Pizza Hut pizza tracker. I don't think that you know, Steve <laughs> is actually looking at it at that moment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, quality I, checking my pepperoni. I remember so, no, at Woodycraft, I, like I, I had to like, I, I tried to like investigate people who were robbing me and you'd look up their names in the websites would be like checking here, checking there. Check. I'm like, this is just a fancy graphic making me wait eight minutes. I don't think it has anything to yeah. do with what happens in the background. I yeah. upgraded my, my plan. I think originally I was like on the plan that just gives you like your history and like, like what percentage like North African or, or German or whatever you are. But uh, for like a hundred more dollars, they, <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, well, I got to do it. They, uh, they, they show you like all of your, um, your, your likelihood to get things like Alzheimer's and cancer mm. and your, like your predisposition to certain uh, medical ailments and, uh, and, and some other stuff too. They do like a whole like family tree search thing. So I was like, yeah, I, 
yeah, this will be a fun topic on the show when I find out that I'm like 8% Native American and I show up in a full headdress. <laughs> <laughs> Demanding a job. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. Oh, uh, Kyle's new casino. <laughs> oh, um, man, I hope I am. It, I'm going to guess. I'm going to go ahead and jump out there. 2% Native American. Two and two and a half percent. You think you like that. Well, okay? What makes you think that you're part Native I, it, American? They always said my great great grandmother or something like that was Cherokee. Uh, you know, I don't know anything right. about that. It, and it's one of those things where, like, and the whole thing, reason why we did this, if you don't remember, was like I was shitting on Elizabeth Warren, and the whole, and I was, I was like putting myself in her shoes. Like, would I have like made the claim she made mm -hmm. because of high cheekbones and someone saying this in my family? It's like. I, I, I kind of have high cheekbones and they say it in my family too, but I didn't put it on any fucking applications. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is the first you guys ever heard of this. You know me That's for true. a decade, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, because who fucking cares? Right. But, but yeah. she's like trying I to get ahead don't. in the world based <laughs> on that. And I find that to be despicable, mostly because I dislike her as a human being. Also what she's doing to Bernie Sanders in collaboration with the CNN. And, you know, That's true. But I want to know, what do you think the biggest surprise might be? Oh, um, I just don't think I have any African heritage oh, because my family are all all seem to be just so so racist. No, um, because <laughs> because I feel like I've got some Germanic features and maybe even some Slavic features. Uh, so so I just feel like my people are from much much more farther north from Africa. So that'd be a shocker. So would any sort of Asian heritage. Um, but yeah. um, but the native. So so I'm I'm guessing some sort of Germanic. Um, maybe Eastern European um, or, or central, even Central Europe kind of stuff. Maybe a little bit of Slavic stuff, perhaps. But I just can't imagine that there's any like Italian or or like North African or, or Spanish. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. I, I've got straight hair, and you know, I, I my mom's blonde, and my dad's got like jet black hair, and you know, I, I just don't think that's that's going to be in the cards. But I'm really hoping for the Native American thing. That opens so many doors for me for Jeff. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope you get. I hope that peace American. pipes are okay for your people and they expunge your record. It was the religious ceremony. Get I thought like the Chinese as retroactively religious. Yeah. <laughs> Give this man his guns back. <laughs> no, no, no. All you get is your bows and arrows. Oh, uh, I'll take that. <laughs> I would love to go in my backyard and get, you know, the compound bow. It's, it's, it's fun. I love doing that. that. I'm not allowed to have that. I'm not allowed Is there that. anything I'm else a... you can't have? Do you have knife restrictions? Well, yes, I have knife restrictions. This when, when you guys were talking about, you were yeah. like, yeah, I carry this, this Leatherman tool. It does this and that. And Taylor was like, oh, I, got Leatherman? This, I got this little flip tool. And, uh, and I was like, well, um, I got some. Chapstick. I have a TSA. I have a TSA approved pair of pliers and a yeah. paper clip yeah. for poking. Yeah, no. yeah, I asked. Um, you know, I, there was a whole briefing when I got out and I met my first probation officer. Um, not the first I'd had, but the like first one who's like post trial, post conviction probation. Mm -hmm. And I've gone on to another one since him. But uh, you know, he was running through the rules with me and everything, the things I can and cannot do. And uh, he, uh, he was like, man, no knives and no weapons. And I was like, wait, what, what about pepper spray? He's like, nope, no pepper spray. And I was like, what, what about my kitchen knives? He goes, keep them in the kitchen. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I've got these all these expensive kitchen knives. Right, yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do with all my kitchen knives? Yeah, good times. I'm, I'm still, I, I, I know me and my dumbass knives, but I'm, I'm still stuck on the knife thing. I'm like, get, 
that's a real showstopper. You know, like, can we negotiate? Like, no one thinks of a Leatherman as a weapon. It's not a particularly good one. It's got a blade in there. It does. I don't. I think I don't think I'm allowed to carry that blade around. I had to go around and like, like I had a box cutter in my hat in my car for cutting boxes. Right. Yeah. That's all <laughs> they're really like, good for. Well, that's not all they're good for. But I was just like, mm. I don't think I should have this in the car. It, it, right. It's like a utility blade that slides out, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you could cut people with it, but you could stab very well. Yeah, it's a, definitely a slashing weapon. Yeah. 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 If you wanted to disfigure a woman, it would be ideal. <sighs> I mean, that's why I have the acid in stock in the first place. Yeah. It's hard to get good acid these days. <laughs> <sighs> could you get um, liquid nitrogen? Is that hard to buy? You know, I just feel like this is a thing Kyle might know. Yeah, you can get it um, because the people use it for um, keeping um sperm samples for like livestock um viable they have these mm. big aluminum cans that look like the old school milk cans and uh they have this top it looks very like sci-fi and they they put the liquid nitrogen in there um so yeah you can buy it how long how much to video um i do remember his name he was a paramotor pilot that died and he had like 11 million subs mr amazing i forget mr incredible anyway uh he put liquid nitrogen in a balloon and then sealed it. And I guess as it turned from liquid nitrogen to gas, it filled up a big balloon, like a six-foot mm -hmm. balloon. Colin yeah. wants to do it. And I don't know. Maybe it'd be fun. You can go buy a helium tank for much cheaper. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah you, can, you, can, you can get this little helium tank from party stores that's about this tall and this wide and it's got the little balloon nozzle that thing you bend down and it inflates balloons you know not we're getting expensive i i haven't done it i haven't played with liquid nitrogen but i'm just guessing because it's a very interesting it's a based it's, on it's, mythbusters it looks like fun so oh it looks like a ton I of think, fun it's, i think they said in the video he spent a hundred dollars and he inflated i'll say it took him four balloons before he did it well okay yeah yeah because it, it if it touches the balloon, that part gets hard. So, like, imagine the neck of it. Like, it's hitting the sides, and now we can't tie it off and stuff like yeah. that. If I were going to play with that stuff, I would want to dip things into it and then shatter them. Like, an, like, like pick an apple and dip it in there and, like, then grab it with the tongs and then drop it and let it yeah. shatter. Yeah, that looks cool. That does sound cool. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to play with it. Maybe we'll get some. I have a hundred dollar afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I, I just googled it. You can you can definitely order it. Um, they ship yeah. it. Like I wouldn't go to a farm supply place. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I've done very little research. I mean, you can buy Google a bottle it. of nitrogen for a couple hundred bucks. Um, you can go to like a welding supply store, but that's not what you want. Yeah, I don't think that's that'd like be... a pressurized container, just like you would buy um, right. ox oxygen or uh, argon or any yeah. of the welding glass. Whatever gases. I use in MIG. That yeah, fix. probably argon. But yeah, that, that that would be fun. Yeah, I've never I've never played with it. Um, thermite was really the only like silly chemistry stuff I ever messed with. Taylor, how was your return to work? You hit the ground running, or did it? Sometimes after a vacation, I'm charged and ready to do my job. Other times after a vacation, I think you know, I'd like to be a permanent vacationer. I was totally fine. I, yeah. yeah, it was all good. The only thing that sucked is like for the uh, couple of days after I got back, like up to like yesterday afternoon, like 
I just was feeling like weird. Like all the walking felt like I was swaying. Mm. Like I was like, if I like was taking a shit and stood up afterward, I'd be like, whoa, like just felt like I was going to like fall into a wall almost with like some, some nausea. So, but after that went away, it was, yeah, totally fine. Spent a lot of time at sea, I guess. Like it, Usually you spend a lot of time, happy time docked, too. Yeah, it was probably, yeah, it definitely wasn't half the time. But, uh, yeah, we were at, at sea for quite a while, which I was fine with. I was having fun. I didn't know that it would kick in after you get off the boat. I thought it was like, mission accomplished, done. Everything's back to normal. But now it just yeah, felt it, fucking it weird. It seems like you had, like, the reverse. Yeah, we're um, different. For, I'm sorry, I cut off Kyle. But no, go ahead. It was when just I'm getting at, used to... When I'm at sea, that's when I'm feeling seasick and that sort of whoa, whoa, whoa. And sometimes we'll reach the dock in the middle of the night and I wake up and I'm just like, oh, we're not moving. This is good. You know, I woke <laughs> up in a happy place because they're not at sea. Yeah. I, I was laying down and like even though I was kind of making my girlfriend sick, like as I'm laying in the bed and the sea's like moving you, I'm like, man, this is nice. Like this kind of uh, like a little rocking, a little relaxing. It was, I liked that but did not like the off onshore feeling, but it seems like it only lasted like two days. So whatever. Where was your room? So I'll I'll preface it with this. My father has a preference for the less expensive rooms. They're in the bottom middle of the ship and they move the least. So Ah. if you were to like go up five stories, well, they just move more. That's not where that's not next to the fulcrum. Or if you go to the front or the back, they move more. Where was your room? We, we were in the middle, uh, I guess lower middle, but we were on the outside because we went on a window. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was cool to be yeah. able to see out, see how quick of a clip you were moving at. But... Did your window get water over it? Like did it splash in? No, we were higher. A higher, higher high, too, too high for that, yeah. Yeah, no, ours on the worst days, it would come over the window, which is kind of neat too. Well, there's like, it, yeah, it was funny. Like I was walking through, I don't remember what area it was, like some lobby and it was really pitched harder than it did the whole trip and there's a big crowd of people and it's funny that every single person like in a synchronized dance <laughs> loses one step to the left and has to recover, <laughs> you know so that was that was kind of funny but yeah overall really good time happy to be home though very cool yeah i bet so yeah that's that's a nice feeling that when you get back from a vacation and you actually get back to your house definitely yeah yep All right. i'm gonna I'll play with my dogs have some dinner it'll be fun cool cool all right, PKN, 283. Yeah.